Happy International Polar Bear Day and welcome to Forsaf Season 5, Episode 8. Today we're talking about Season 5, Episode 8 of Fringe, The Humankind. My name is Charlie and joining me today are David and Nick. Hi, I'm David. Hi, I'm Nick. Um, Charlie, you realize that this isn't going out on International Polar Day. That's just the day we're recording it, right? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I feel like someone should have done some more research. You know, figured out what day, the day that this episode was going to you, you should presume I care. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> right. I mean, I guess. Yeah. If this was season three, absolutely would have done that work. <laughs> but we're in season five. And but here we are in season five. Draining my body. Oh, it's just... Uh. Before we get into it... the depressingness, what have you guys been up to? Following World War Three. Oh, Wait, yeah. No, sorry. That's depressing. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> Choking away another storybook. <laughs> no, still depressing. Still depressing. But, but but also, I'm so glad that both of you guys were there to watch the incredibly depressing end of that of that yeah. six like five hours. <laughs> so I mean... so six matches, and you went first, last, first, first, first. Meaning that I needed nine points, yeah. which was less than a first place gets you across two you went, final games. Then you went seventh, and then fourth, which was one point out of what you needed to advance to day two. Uh, it was sixth and fourth. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Sixth and fourth. Seventh and fourth would have been less painful. <laughs> uh, oh, no. It was seventh and fourth. You're right. No, no, no. I'm forgetting. I, sixth and fourth would have done it. Um, yeah. You would have made it in. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was great. Um, How dare you yeah. accuse me of misremembering trauma. I never forget trauma. <laughs> one day, I'm going to make day two of one of these storybook world trends. And that's, <laughs> Next that's day, the it. servers will go down. Uh, that's going to be it. Uh, no, I'm gonna Charlie, I'm going to make day two, and then I'm going to go eighth for five consecutive matches. No, I believe <laughs> in you, Nick. You're going to make day two and win. Oh, I'm going to win the whole thing? Hell yeah. Nick, if Sounds... you win a storybook tournament ever, can you please take us out to eat trash wings? Oh god. Uh, yes. I will That's I all will use that's all I request. Some of my winnings. I will use some of my winnings to do that. And I request I request thirty dollars worth of trash wings, please. If if y'all are down, <laughs> we can drive twenty minutes when you guys come down and go get trash wings. I'm down. Are we doing that still? Or have we agreed to that? Uh, are you good I'm, with that, I'm Nick? I'm still down to do that. Um Have you talked to your girlfriend about it? Yes. Yep, okay. she she All knows, right. and just, yeah, same page if that's a thing. We'll see if Excellent. other friends are coming. I don't think they are, but... I don't think they knows. are at this point, because otherwise they really should have bought flight of plane tickets and also told us. <laughs> uh, maybe, the telling us part would have been nice. Maybe I'll, I'll message that one individual For all we know, to make sure. she did buy plane tickets already. I wouldn't put yeah, it past that's, them. That, that's why. <laughs> Seems like a them move. <laughs> Uh, oh, message of potato. <laughs> now, nah, but Charlie, you gotta tell us what you've been up to the last couple days. Uh, oh god, I don't even. Yep. World War Three. World War Three. Oh yeah, see, the, uh, World War Three. See, David, the Wars Measures Act like, got I... revoked. Oh yeah, yeah. I was I was reading an article that said Trudeau um, has shown his true authoritarian colors in asking Parliament to extend the, the Emergency Powers Act, and he would never give it up because he's finally gotten a taste of power, and he, he'll never let it go. This is your warning, Canada. And literally the next day, he revokes the act in Parliament. Well, it's And the honestly, response was, 
oh, well, you never had to enact it in the first place. <laughs> you, your authoritarian colors have shown, Trudeau. Well, You're just as bad like a... as your dad, Castro. Oh, my God. This Castro meme is fucking stupid. It was funny until they got their hands on it, like everything. Yeah, well, it was funny until they're taking it seriously, and it's like, dude, you you obviously don't know about Pierre Trudeau. He was a fucking badass. What do you mean? They also don't know that the first time the Trudeaus met Castro was two years after um, the youngest Trudeau was born. Yep. Like, but anyways, could not have happened unless anyways. Castro's sperm is that powerful. <laughs> Regardless of that, War Measures Act got revoked. I was telling a friend of mine from America about the last time it was enacted with the FLQ and stuff. And um, different, different act. Well, it was technically different act, but the War Measures Act is what that act became, essentially. Is it? I yeah. thought they were a completely separate thing. Uh, no, so they, they they essentially changed the original like martial law act we had into the War Measures Act as it is now. So yeah, technically different acts, yes, but it's like, yes, but that's because we replaced that act with the War Measures Act. Mm. I do yeah. like the, the history question, which, pri- which Canadian prime minister enacted for the first time an Emergencies Powers Act in response to politically motivated uh, disruptions? Now has two separate answers, but they're both Trudeau. Well, it's not even that. It's w- which prime minister has enacted that during peacetime? Yes. Like yes. it's not even just specifically that. It's it's only been done twice during peace. And it's both Trudeau. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's a nice little right. interesting line it's, of uh symmetry. It it certainly is. Fifty years ish apart, right? <laughs> he didn't yep. say just watch me though, so it's bad. Uh do you oh my god, the shit storm that would happen <laughs> if he utters those words. Imagine? Could you could you imagine the absolute pearl clutching that would happen? <laughs> oh, it's bad enough. Like, oh. Um, what else has happened? A uh, huge VTuber in the I follow got fired oh. for breaking an NDA. Um, not not just got fired. Fired before a major event, and they're refunding half a million dollars in merchandise. Yeah, which means yeah. it was some serious NDA breaking. I think it was 50k, not half a million, but still a ridiculous oh, I thought amount. It was, I thought it was 500. Was it 500? That might actually be closer. It, I, I know their merch gets expensive. It, so. Either way. It was not way, an fuck. insignificant sum to how big that organization is. 500k, yeah. No, it was a lot, and they have their biggest annual concerts happening. And whoo. It was, it's been on the drama radar for now like a month, and holy fuck. I, I I can only hope that this is the end of it, that it doesn't continue to spiral. But uh, you know, you'll see. It's I don't know. It's I'm feeling feeling weird about it because like VTubers have been sort of one of the escapes I've been using during the pandemic to like forget mm-hmm. about the nonsense of real world. And now one of them got fired for bringing their NDA, and I'm like, no, this is the real world, right? <laughs> this isn't no. an escape. No. <laughs> Welcome, welcome to the real world, David. It's like the realest slap you can get to the face in a broken NDA. Like, oh well, god. The, the streamer, the streamer herself, brought in what, like three million U.S. dollars in 2021. Uh, just I think through just donations? through donations, which doesn't include, I believe, the monthly subscriptions they also have. Yeah, and it's just it's, straight up people donating during her streams. The, I think the YouTube term is super chats. Super chats, yeah. 
Because YouTube has to be weird about it. Yeah, but that is just straight up three mil in just Super Chat money. <laughs> not including merch, not including concerts, not including sponsorships, not including like the monthly memberships they have, which go up to like 50 bucks a month. <laughs> like, not including private donations through Streamlabs, not including any of that. That is just through visible donations on YouTube. <laughs> so yeah, a fuck ton of money. <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> oh, hey, also new Pokemon got announced. Yeah, Gen 9. I don't know how to feel. It looks so bad as someone <laughs> who doesn't play Pokemon. Like, I, I, I As someone who plays server. Pokemon. It literally it looks... looks like it has frame drops in, it, in, the, it, in the trailer. Well, that's because it does. Guess what else had frame drops in this trailer? Arceus. Guess what else has real frame drops? Arceus. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I just, like, those windmills in the background were going at, like, 3 FPS and... <laughs> It's it was, already, it okay. the Reddit thread is already just full of cope for it, so <laughs> nothing but people going, maybe this one will be different. They've learned so much from Arceus, and the game looks like it's shit and running on a potato. And everyone's like, oh, be kind of Game Freak, be kind of Game Freak. Get a different development studio or put money into Game Freak. And also get a different development studio, not the studio that worked on Brilliant Diamond, because, yeah. Uh, I mean, that team was also tasked with doing a remake in like five months with an unfamiliar system. Well, that team also is not game devs. That team is the <laughs> team that made Pokemon Bank. What do you mean? That's a flawless piece of software. Never had an <laughs> issue with it. Oh my God. So many problems with Pokemon and how they're handling it. And it's just like, I can't get excited for a new gen. I, I just can't. Unless one of those starters comes out to be steel second typed, I'm not going to be excited. <laughs> hey, that's I'm, at this I'm glad point that the only thing your, that could uh, get me on the hype train. I, I'm glad that you've got your limits here. I wasn't excited for Arceus. I didn't break. Oh, no. I think I'm the only one in the group that didn't break and didn't buy Arceus. Uh, I still don't. I still don't think that Salt has bought it. Really? It's, I thought no. Salt bought it. Salt I, was talking about it. Wasn't? Oh, he? was he? Um, I well, no. He said he wanted to buy it, but that he hadn't bought it yet. I thought Salt had bought it already, which is why Charlie broke and bought it as well, right? Oh, no, I think I bought it first. Okay. You bought it first, Charlie. It, it was genuinely, it, or it was, it is genuinely fun. The, it looks I, like trash, but I do have a lot of fun playing. Listen, I believe you, but I cannot abide by giving Game Freak any more of my money. <laughs> Pack your Switch. Yeah, yeah, I should do that. <laughs> I have an old 3DS sitting around somewhere that I should probably homebrew at this point, too. Especially because yeah, you're... Discontinued. Well, it's uh, discontinued next year, I think, yeah. is officially. So I should look into the getting that done. It's not supposed to be very difficult anyway. anymore. It's supposed to be super easy to do now. Oh, I'm sure it is. Anyways, instead of talking about things that are slightly illegal and that Nintendo would try and murder us for, come uh, at let's us, talk Nintendo. About <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put a put a copyright claim on this podcast, Nintendo. I dare you. Give us attention, <laughs> please. Let's describe the story of a Nintendo game in great detail. <laughs> and then we'll go on can to we, in we, great detail. Describe a Studio Ghibli episode. Can we just try and explain all of the Ocarina of Time, but in like season five fringe style? It'll be great. You mean poorly? Uh, yes. Speaking of, what's our TV guide for this episode? Peter's observation of Windmark puts him in grave danger. It doesn't. Olivia goes on a mission to find equipment for Walter and re meets a woman with remarkable intuition. Kind of, for like a scene. Also, what the fuck was the point of this woman? 
I have <laughs> to restore Olivia's faith, but she what? doesn't even seem to do that. This is a nonsense. Like four, we found the four, Sam Weiss episode. For a fucking season that only has thirteen episodes, I can't believe they wasted one on this. <laughs> like, this. Uh, we'll we'll get into it, but man, there I could are two summarize this entire in this episode, episode in like there, there, four lines. <laughs> yeah, there there is an A plot and a B plot, but man, they are not filled with a lot. Toad. Um, I look I forward really... to this being like a thirty minute a thirty minute podcast, just because we like. It's, it's can... like okay. If we, if we don't hit the hour mark, I guess we can just talk about bullshit for a bit. We have a game great. to pitch you, audience. <laughs> No, we can't give them our gold idea. <laughs> we already gave up weed Bitcoin. No, that's because we have no way to make weed Bitcoin happen. You know what we can make happen? This game? <laughs> uh, uh, okay, right. yeah. Uh, Real we quick open, episode. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we open up. Um, Olivia is meeting Anil for uh, something. Turns out Anil has the observer really implant. Thought- I, I I didn't hear what you said for a second there when you said Olivia meets up for a milf. anal. I heard just a milf, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Technically, Olivia, uh, to my standards, yes. <laughs> yeah, I thought you yeah. said she was meeting a milf. <laughs> Hot, like, um... a, a nil by my standard. Did Charlie watch a porn parody by accident? What is he talking about? <laughs> is there a fridge porn parody? Do you think if, someone's made that? If there is, we have to well, watch it. Do we? <laughs> yeah, and Do... we have to talk about it. <laughs> Do you oh, think... no. Do you Wait, think so, you would be an so there's observer? Definitely, there's definitely fan fiction. Oh, there okay. just might not be no. like video The problem format. with Googling fringe porn parody <laughs> is it's just weird porn. <laughs> oh, no, you're right. <laughs> you just get weird porn. <laughs> I think it's going to require some careful digging around to find it. I I, I genuinely don't think. I I searched I searched I'm, fringe TV show porn parody and same Charlie. the results is marvelous bald teen tart performing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The fact that fringe is an acronym or like fringe means weird isn't helping our search. I'm. I, I'm fucking. I'm, I'm terrified. I'm. Don't click any of those links. I'm not. I'm not clicking any of these links. They're like it would just be like, like Walter and Astrid, and then September's in a closet, right? <laughs> Observing it. <laughs> I've observed so much, but you know what I've missed? That sweet, sweet pussy. Oh. Anyways, it... sorry, I interrupted well, you. <laughs> sorry, sorry, David, real quick. Walter, Astrid, this is an important moment. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> I need to do a lab demonstration. Astrid, bend over. Oh, God. All right, Fridge, what's happening in this episode? What's actually oh, um, happening? Anil, uh, Olivia... gives, Anil gives Olivia the insertion device that Peter inserted into himself in two episodes ago. Yeah, um, Anil really gives it to Olivia in this scene. Yeah. Uh, um, but uh, he, he does say, like, oh, we've tried we've tried to look at it, but we don't know what it does. And I was like, none of, none of you just tried to insert it into your brain like Peter did? All of you guys were cowards? What, what and, do you mean? I had I had the slight hope that it meant like, oh, we tried. It just didn't work. There must be something special about Peter. And maybe 
Walter is somehow lazily tied to the creation of the observers. No, because he Walter fucking uses on the porcupine man's brain, and it works fine, so these guys are just cowards and didn't try it. Dude, I'm not gonna lie, I got really afraid partway through this episode that they were leading in um, Peter being, like, observer number one. Oh, uh, that would've been kind of cool, though. Yes. That'd be too Like, cool. having a P- Peter heel turn midway through the season. Peter gets turned fully, and it turns out he's the one who organized the entire invasion in the first place. Yeah, he yeah, meets his future I, self, and it's like, you must go back in time. It, that, it would have been interesting. Been cool. um, I was a little, uh, I don't know, I was worried that if they went that route, they were going to botch it really, really badly. <laughs> it's okay, they they fucked it up anyways. They they um, did, they did fuck it up anyways. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, cool, we have, we have a doohickey, let's have Walter examine it in the lab. Meanwhile, um, Peter's in Edda's apartment scribbling on his whiteboards, tracking Winmark's like timeline as Winmark and an assistant are walking through an apartment building and they get to um they get to Edda's apartment, open the door and look at the whiteboards and they find one that says, "Oh, you are here at 5:42," meaning Peter knew they would be in that apartment at 5:42. And and Peter just walks away. And my girlfriend's immediate response to that scene ending was why didn't why didn't he plant a bomb? Why didn't he <laughs> blow them up there? Listen, they would have seen it coming. Listen, Peter sure. kind of forgot about bomb bomb power in this scene. Wow, are you D and D? Did you write season eight of Game of Thrones? <laughs> oh, fuck! I I was rewatching the Lindsay Ellis video about it recently, <laughs> so it's on the mind. I remember being so excited for season eight, and then that scene happens. That that meme references, and I, I think that's where hope drained out of my body. Really, I checked out a Game of Thrones when they fucked up Dorne, and they fucked the entire Dorne side's like plot. I could see. I could forgive that because I'm like, eh, they're trying to do their own thing. Well, yes, I, but you can forgive I, that because you haven't read the books. Yes, there's, and there's Dorn a lot is more. I could so forgive. cool in the books, <laughs> and they completely <laughs> fucked it up. And I, I mean, was like, I'm out. Pirate guy is a lot more cool in the books. Everyone's better in the books. Stannis is the man in the books. Ah, oh, I wish Stannis the Manus was still alive. <laughs> I held on to hope that he was alive for like five seasons because he dies off screen. Yeah. Nope. Nope. They did my man dirty. God he damn. Been a good All king. right. I'm so glad they hey, lost range. their Star Wars job. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. No. Um. No, yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> Has everyone seen the Book of Boba Fett? <laughs> yes, actually. No, I have it not. Was, it is about mediocre. Yes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Nick, watch it and get back to us and concur with our review. What, what if I want to say that it's fantastic? It's the new Sam Weiss epic. You would um, be objectively wrong. The best actually, parts of Book of Boba Fett are when Mando's in it. <laughs> The best episode of Book of Boba Fett is the Mandalorian episode that happens in the middle of Boba Fett. Uh, anyhow, yeah, we're now in the lab. They got a videotape out, I guess, and they're watching it. Uh, even though they cut away from them watching the tape so we don't see the whole thing. Um, Listen, the important thing is they got to go to a town, um, Fitchburg, and retrieve a big electromagnet. So, cool. Go go get a big magnet. Yeah. Um, uh, they Olivia joins them. They talk about Peter for a little bit. Um, 
Olivia's um, like, hey, I got you the Observer doohickey. You should take a look at it uh, to see um, if you can help fix Peter. And Walter's like, hmm, I'll need to use this on organic material to see how it'll work. And I want to say this scene was intended to be like, oh, look, Walter's slipping into Mad Scientist again. But he really just seems to be waiting for Astra to go, yeah, shove this in my head. Or, fine, Walter, I will procure you a brain somehow. And then he just I goes, really, get me Porcupine Man's brain. I was really hoping that they were going to be like, oh shit, let's let's take out one of those extra pieces of Walter's brain that we didn't like, and we'll test it on that thing. Oh, but that would make too much sense. <laughs> Guys, am I trying to write a better episode? We're <laughs> always trying to write a better episode. That's Welcome what to this season is. five of Forsaf, Nick. Where have you been? Welcome uh, to season four. <laughs> we did this frequently. We did. What a fall. Um. But yeah, then Peter calls. Uh, apparently knew Walter's going to take the phone. And he's like, don't go to Edda's apartment. It's compromised. And Walter's like, hey, I might go crazy again if you're not here to ground me to my humanity. And Peter's like, don't go to Edda's apartment. Bye. <laughs> Later. <laughs> And, and Walter's like, all right, I guess he's not going to help us. Uh, and Olivia's like, fine, I'll go get an electromagnet by myself. I'm sure uh, this will be a deep and meaningful mission for me. And totally won't be me just sitting around for eight scenes. Yep. <sighs> um, speaking of that, I guess we'll flash over to Peter now, uh, who is just fucking with Windmark. Like, he's, he's, <laughs> he, he could have bombed, bombed him. He also could have, like, placed acid in this coffee cup. Um never just done anything except you know make this man trip <laughs> he could have shot but him like, very quickly but like <laughs> hey all of that would have been seen he just has to direct him to get to this spot at this time but apparently him it earlier. doesn't it doesn't matter if they see you shooting them very quickly because none of them teleport away in time so peter should be able to walk up to windmark on the street or behind him and go bang and then you're done why has no well, resistance member done this? He walks around in broad daylight without a care. Kill him. Yep. It's not like the resistance don't have these or, speed guns. Like it seems or, like everyone has them. Fucking a loyalist gun down a uh, uh, a resistance member with a sniper in a dark lit alley in episode nineteen of season four. Yep. Like I, infuriated. Uh, also, the fact that Peter could just teleport behind him and um, just knife him. I like, yeah anytime, but but, but hey. no, he's got a the logical thing is to fuck with this man. Yes, fuck with this man, ruin his shoe, make a loyalist afraid that Windmark is going to murder him. I really thought that loyalist was going to start licking the shoe, <laughs> just in case you didn't get the metaphor. <laughs> oh, dude, they 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 were. But that's Listen. not Windmark's kink, and he tells the guy to fuck off. Listen to to Fringe's credit. They tried four seasons of expecting the audience to be intelligent and to get the show. And where did it end up with them doing this? Ratings blame, in the trash. So they went, Fox for that. fine, fuck it. This man <laughs> nearly licks a fucking boot. Do you get it now, audience? <laughs> do, do you understand that Nazis are bad? We made Nazis. Will that kick you watch this? Oh, look. The, the guy who used the Nazi tech is losing his emotions, his humanity. Do you get the conflict of the season? Have we spelled it out for you? No? Uh, we'll give Olivia a long speech at the end of it. 
Yep. Anyways, speaking of Olivia, let's swap back over there now. Um, and Olivia's made her way to Fitchburg. Um, completely, completely fine traveling out there. No one's followed her. Um, and yeah, goes and talks to a guy and is like, yeah, I need a, I need a magnet, big electromagnet, like that one over there. And the guy's very confused, like, or not very confused, just very much like, oh shit, someone's here for a magnet. Okay. Um, let's go, I'll go talk to the, talk to our leader, I guess. Figure this out. Yeah. And, and he's like, yeah, hey. these, these people, these people know things. That's what we know. <laughs> Yeah, he like shows the woman inside like a security recording. He's like, "Oh, I got a woman who wants the magnet," and it's like, "Oh my god, it's her! Send <gasps> them, send all of them." I'm like, "Why are you being yes. so fucking cryptic? Why are you being why so you fucking being cryptic, cryptic to the other person who knows what's going on?" <laughs> yeah, like why wouldn't you just be like, "Okay, send the guys to get the fuel. She'll need it for the truck." Like this, <laughs> this entire B plot is so. Bad. Is this the B plot to you, Charlie? I considered this the A plot. This is definitely the A plot. Is Olivia trying to get the fucking magnet? No, no, it's it's the B plot because Olivia eventually jumps over to Peter's plot to resolve his scenario, which means Peter's is the A plot because he needs outside assistance. I don't know, David. I think we can overrule him here, even though yeah. he's trying to speak sense here. We also um, open up on Peter's thing, which Fringe consistently does for the A plot. All right. Anyways, David, on the A plot, we continue <laughs> to look at Olivia here. Uh, um, and yeah, she, um, she, she continues to wait outside. Um, little bit spooked because all these people probably kind of know who she is because they all kind of given her stares and not saying anything. Um, and we have Simone walk and say hello. Uh, the leader of the Sunny, I guess. Some weird fucking commune or some it's, shit. It's, <laughs> I really like how the observers were like, yeah, you know what? If people want to leave the cities and develop communes, we're okay with this. This there's, is fine. There's some weird, like, she's our leader energy going on with these there people. There really <laughs> is. Her mother could see, she could see. She jacks me off on Thursdays. <laughs> but hey, uh, Simone has been expecting Olivia for 21 whole years. Um... <laughs> And it takes her over to a truck with a giant electromagnet on it. And it's like, damn, you wouldn't believe. All when times were tough, people told us to sell the electromagnet. But I held strong. (laughs) And the truck. But I held strong, knowing that one day you would come back after the gray-haired man was here and delivered it to us. Which also means that this commune's been here for 21 years. Like... We we say commune. commune. It's a, a junkyard. Yeah, it's a, a junkyard. junkyard commune. It's a junkyard that commune like that has existed for twenty one years. Name. Yeah, I would junkyard listen to commune. junkyard commune. They sound like sweet bluegrass metal. Bluegrass metal. All right. Yeah. I can see it's it. it's like soft banjos and washboards, but with like the screaming of death metal. Hell yeah! I'm 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 here for. It. Uh. Anyways, Simone's acting kind of weird and starting to say things that uh like kind of seem like she can see the future and like I don't know, I guess she can. Um and well, kind of freaks Olivia out. But yep, that's yeah, it. Sh- she's like, "Oh, I know you have a a portent slug from a bullet in your pocket." <laughs> Just in case you didn't get that the that bullet's very important. That bullet's important. It's super crucial. It's gonna be what gets you Etta back. 
think remembering. Um, well, uh, until until it isn't, the bullet is important this episode, I guess. But yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, but Simone's like, "Oh, um, I've always had a gift," and I'm like, "I already don't care." <laughs> Just cool. give her the magnet and fuck off. <laughs> I don't get why this takes so long. Olivia just hangs out at this fucking scrapyard all episode. Listen, let's go back to cool things, a.k.a. Walter and Astrid fucking around in the lab. Not um, even cool things. The brain should have fucking exploded. It should have. Um, they they but put yeah, they, the observer the thing... Yeah, they put the observer thing into Porcupine, Man, Porcupine Man's brain, and they see, like, oh all this neurological activity and Astrid's like, I've never seen this before. And I'm like, when would you have fucking seen this? <laughs> like on when, when Astrid, when Astrid- have you s- seen like electro brainwave monitoring? I don't fucking know what I'm saying anymore. Astrid, just, um, does, but- Astrid does a lot of independent research on human brains, but no one's looking. <laughs> But but hey, um, unfortunately, uh, this porcupine porcupine uh, man's brain is both dead and also from a porcupine man, um, which means that there's an observer <laughs> kill switch that goes, "Hey, that's not okay." Um, this so is a stops. porcupine man. What the fuck? I need to Excuse be me, at least we a can't... human. Excuse me. If I were to activate inside of a porcupine man man's brain, it would give him red vision and not blue vision. We can't have that. We're in blue universe. <laughs> Uh, Wait, that's the other the, thing. Are there? Do you think blue? There sorry, do you think blue universe is only that their vision is blue because they're in blue universe? And if the observers were in red universe, their vision. Yes, I, I, I would not believe that from season two or season three writers. I would buy that from season five writers. Fuck yeah! I can't wait for the other universe to come back in, and we see an observer seeing red over there. It's gonna be the observer's gonna see someone, and he's gonna be bright red, and the observer's gonna go, "Oh what? shit! Oh shit! Yes!" Uh, but he should always be seeing Peter like that. Um, Does Red Universe not have observers? I don't think so. I don't think they do. So that means the damage to Red Universe is severe enough that whatever creates the observers does not happen. Probably because humanity still just fucking dies. No, no, they do have observers because that's the reason why um, Walternet fucks up and doesn't see the cure is because an observer distracts him. But it's September. Right, but it's still September watching the Red Universe. Like, it's him but that just means that. he could. That just means he can cross over. Does that mean Red Aww. Universe is the intended universe then? Right, but why would he be observing a crucial moment from Red Universe if like if that was maybe, not maybe, his maybe, maybe there is a Red Universe September. Maybe there are observers over there, and just Fringe Team is so o- stupid and just over never, there? has never seen them before. Over where? There on Under the stair. The stair. <laughs> uh, go download that episode. No, don't. <laughs> go download Northwest Passage instead. That one's way better. <laughs> yes. Download our favorite episode, Northwest Passage. And anyhow, the they extrapolate the data from the probe in the brain and find out, oh, look, it makes your brain more wrinkly, but these are bad wrinkles because they take away your emotion wrinkles. Well, no, no, no. It, it gets more wrinkly, <sighs> but then also you have a brain blast and it takes over the amygdala. Uh. Yep, and you become Jimmy Neutron and you get a big yes. old peanut head and you start making a robot dog <laughs> you called say Goddard, sodium chloride and you get a friend um, who wants to but fuck yeah, no, mom. It's not a good brain blast. You lose all your emotions. Don't Jimmy Neutron. Um, Alright, back back to Olivia. Yeah, back Why to Olivia. Silence? Uh, she's sitting around. 
I Friends? God, Olivia's Olivia's plot here, David. I'm just imagining you in D and D, and it would just be like we'd like ask you like, has something changed with this person? You'd be like, they're still just sitting there. Um, and that's that's what Olivia does this episode. Uh, she sits there. Um, the uh, she she interacts with the little girl who lives there, who's like um. Uh, who is saying like, ah, you, you're you're a bad person. I've seen you in the things. Hello. Hello. Oh. Oh shit. I hear you. Back. What the fuck happened? Wow. Did Discord just did have Discord a Discord just had a fucky? Uh, did Did Discord David, just go down for a moment? I think Discord just went down for a second. Let's um, let's do another sync. Let's yeah, let's do another sync. We just lost Craig as well, so I guess we did. I'll edit this out Craig as back muted. Nah. No, it's fine. Yeah. But let's do another sync at the 30 here, at least. Sync. Did either of your recordings stop? Nope. Okay. Uh, my audacity is fine. Okay, cool. Then we should be okay. That was real really weird. Just me again. That was really weird because I went, like, get a friend that wants to fuck your mom, and then there was just silence. And I don't oh, know when I, I cut even, out there. I don't even... <laughs> I cut out after the Jimmy Neutron. Oh, okay. Because I went on, I went into detail about the Jimmy Neutron thing. Oh, <laughs> there was silence. I went, wow, and David, the entire time that you were doing that, I was like, anyways, back to Olivia now, and I just started describing the fucking Olivia scene. Well, I don't. And it was silent, that, so I don't know. Let's just let, we'll do that. Redescribe the Olivia scene. Let's let's rewind back there. All right, I'm gonna clap as well to bring us back in. Um, make this what do you mean? This is all gonna be in it. <laughs> oh God! Fuck you, David. Clap. <laughs> Anyways, getting into the Olivia scene because fuck that whole brain shit. Um, Olivia's still just waiting there. Um, this I don't know, David. This really reminded me of just like D and D. If at any point we're just like, hey, David, what's this character doing? And you're just like, yep, they're just doing the same thing still. They're just waiting. Um, it, it carried a lot of those sort of energies. Uh, at the very least, Olivia's not an NPC. She, uh, reacts to a little girl coming by and being like, you're a bad person. My mommy and daddy told me not to tell you that. Um, and then running away. Well, no, she doesn't, she says... Just, just she's wanted. Yeah, it's like, oh, I know about you because everyone's talking about you from the bounty wire. And Olivia's like, "Mm mm-hmm, that's nice, go run along before I kill you. Yeah. Um and hey, uh here, uh let's let's have Olivia not trust any of these people because to be fair, it's kind of sketchy. They um, are so fucking sketch. What do you mean? Dude, dude they're so sketchy. <laughs> I so, wouldn't so, fucking yeah, trust she, them. <laughs> she she pulls a gun on Simone when Simone comes by and is like, "Hey, they're just getting the diesel right now. Here, you want a glass of water?" I knew that was probably a long trip. And Olivia's like, "That thing's drugged. You're going to kill me. Um you're going to you're going to just send me into the observers." Yeah. Um and then the woman's like, man, you really got to learn to trust people. Like, it's fine. She takes a sip of the drink to show that it's okay. Well, no, she doesn't David, that is sip. not a she sip. Chugs, she takes she a fucking down half of yeah. that. Yeah, well, it's like, hey, it wasn't drugs. See? <laughs> and then passes out from stress. <laughs> and dies. <laughs> Libby's like, I was right. Time to kill them all. Well, well no, I'm pretty just... sure it'd be she. She takes she she lifts the water up to take a swip a swig, and Olivia just shoots her. She's like, I knew it. <laughs> See, but... you drank that water, and then you died. <laughs> but like that water, you didn't even have to drink it. You just had to think about it. Thank God I never thought about drinking that water. <laughs> but like, really, could this woman act any more suspicious? 
There's oh, two guys he... looming in the background. <laughs> and she's like, hi, would you like some water? <laughs> it's it's uh... the years of running a commune. It's just permanently suspect. <laughs> Any, anyways. She's like, um, you can leave Simone... whenever you want. But remember, Simone, Sim- we love you and you belong here. Simone then pulls pulls the old card of like, oh, don't worry, I can see you've lost your trust. Oh, damn, you lost your daughter twice? Okay. Oh, no. Not not just your trust, she's lost her faith. Oh. Yes. Who would still believe in God in this world? Walter. <laughs> really? Walter, With because... the observers invading? And Walter, dude. Walter dude, desperately Walter. wants to believe in God, I think, actually. Like, yeah, he doesn't, like, but he th- really wants to. I don't think a single person could reasonably believe in God when fucking invaders from the other time have invaded and taken over. Well, this is basically what Olivia says later. Yeah, that or you're on the wrong side of God and God believes in the invaders, <laughs> like, is the only conclusion. Yeah. Uh, uh, but we cut back to Peter, who is stalking Winmark, and w- they go up to an abandoned office building, and... um. Winmark shows up and is like, "Aha! You thought you could were the only ones who could manipulate the future, but I, while you were manipulating my future, I manipulated your future so that you would think you were just manipulating my future. But we ended up here because I manipulated you." And then Peter's like, "Okay, I'm gonna kill your chess memes. That's what this scene was." Yeah, but then it devolves into super fast, punchy, teleport, punchy, stab, stab. And, and look, Peter, Peter can do all these cool fight scenes and stab not Windmark, but the other Observer, at least. Um. And then, yeah, because he teleports away and Windmark's like, where the fuck did he go? And I was really expecting Peter to be like, right here, cut your throat. Or nope, bang, Pete. bang, use the fucking science gun, anything. Not even science uh, the gun, only, just fast gun. The The only important actual like thing that happens out of this, other than Peter, Peter gets injured and kills an Observer is um Winmark shows Peter that the the last moment in Edda's brain to just further send him down just the psycho like route it's that's fucked up that was fucked up <laughs> that part was legitimately say, fucked up it's it's almost better the way Winmark says it cuz he's not like oh before i killed your daughter he's like this is the last thing she saw before she expired and i was like damn that's oh, actually no. cold it's 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 a good it's a good thing it's very fucked up and it's got the appropriate observer vibes of just being like hey i just wanted to share this with you before you die because you know why not but it's be- <laughs> but it's better because you know Winmark is actually vindictive yes Winmark yeah. is the saddest sadist saddest because he's the saddest he's so sad <laughs> when mark goes home and cries about every observer that peter has killed he just wants to feel love. And what does he have instead? An enemy. And, and I guess that's close enough. Then he thinks about going to the ATM machine to get some money and wonder about all those people's sin numbers. You know. I'm going to kill you in your sleep when you come over. <laughs> oh, no. It's okay, David. You'll be singing in it. I'm not going to get that and drunk. I don't know. We got a lot of booze. Oh, no. <laughs> Should I, should I go in? Should I go in? Like find all of Salt's booze and bring that as well? Yes. Don't worry. Yeah. I'm gonna go to. I'm, I'll go to the Tokyo Smoke and get a lot of weed. <laughs> oh no! It's legal here. Hooray! It's been legal uh, here for like over two years. That's Ooh. weird. Um, There's two weed shops in a town of eighteen thousand people. 
Dude, there are literally six dispensaries within walking distance of my work office. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't, I can't imagine there are enough customers to sustain six different weed stores <laughs> in a two-block radius. Like, come Apparently on. there is. <laughs> yep. I, honestly, all the weed stores I've seen, they've picked out their locations really well. One of them, right down from a Domino's. The other one, in a mall with a pizza place, an LCBO, and soon to be a burrito place. Listen, the I think still the best one, like the best location that I've seen, is literally in a pizza place and an ice cream shop. <laughs> I know the exact one really you're talking one. about. That is a good one. And is, is that not perfect, Charlie? Hey, David, <gasps> did you know across the street from that, there's a Starbucks? Oh my god, really? Yeah. I yeah. know. <laughs> And and not just that, but also there's a grocery store right beside it that also has a Starbucks. No, oh. sorry, Nick. This is this is a joke. I oh, don't no, no. know if you've been oh, read no, no, it no. on. Yet. I, do, I do know the joke. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Nick's been in the car enough for us. To, to, he uh, knows the joke. I hope you're happy. That's like my a four-year-old joke. Girlfriend and I still point, say still say that to each other. <laughs> that Starbucks has been open for like four years. <laughs> we'll we'll drive by a Starbucks and I'll go. Oh, hey, did you know that's a Starbucks? <laughs> nice. Uh, anyhow, we're back anyways. in Pittsburgh, and Simone is like, oh, your faith is shaken, but if you listen to your heart, your intuition will bring you back. And Olivia's like, I understand that you think you have like a gift from God. You do not. Let me tell you, I've seen some fucked up shit. Can't be God. Must just be random chance. Peace. Well, also, like, I've, I had uh, fucking telekinesis at some point. Like, I have seen people with powers. Like, it's you being able to, like, read my memories or have some minor level of precognition. Not that crazy. <laughs> She's like, I have met someone who could actually read my mind. I have met someone who could give people diseases by touching them. He was <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I saw uh, a woman set herself on fire. Not, not crazy. Not, you, not, not special. Goodbye. Forever. Hopefully die and then she nah, shoots she's, her she's she's coming back like there's fucking no way that they there make all this deal about zero percent chance she shows back up <laughs> oh no david i believe she's coming back i don't she's, know how but she's fucking she's coming back never coming back though i will say she was saying some interesting things about edda like finding her way back home or like edda's still with you Nah, David, the, the, the bullet gets used up this episode. It's, it no longer has any special juice. Ew. <laughs> mm, yeah. Anyways. Where uh, are we? Um, S- hey, Simone Peter, never Peter... returns to the show outside of this episode. Um, that's a shame. Uh, Peter makes his way back into the lab. Um, and He's like, hey, suture uh, you know, me up. I don't feel Yeah, pain. teleports there and is like, hey, I, you know, I, I, I took, I sustained some damage. Don't worry. I feel no pain anymore. Um, just, just fix me up, please. Walter's scared about this and Peter's like, nah, it's fine. Um, um, they, they try and explain to Peter, listen, what you're doing is really bad and it's, it, it's, it's going to become permanent soon. And he's like, yeah, no, it's fine. This is, this is what I need to be doing. And, um, you know, make sure that, you know, they all know the entire reason why he's doing this is to avenge Etta. Um, he's he's going to kill Windmark, and that's going to make everything right in the world. Um, Windmark definitely won't just be replaced by another Windmark. Um, <laughs> Peter is going to become Windmark. <gasps> Could you oh, imagine? Uh, damn, that would have been... That also would have been a twist. You know, this... 
I just wish the observers didn't all weren't all white bald men. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Wait! Just... Oh no! Oh no! On that Royals note, David, is the first what do you observer. Think, um. Yeah. What do you, What do you think happens if they uh, try and implant the observer device into um not a white ball man identifies or as not female a white or not yeah. white person or someone who's not white? What do you think? I don't want to. I don't want to open that can of worms, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get into uh, phrenology discussions. <laughs> I uh, I don't want to open up that can of worms, but it's definitely not a good look on Fringe's part. I'm just putting oh. that there. <laughs> oh, it's it's really not a good look. It's just yeah, it uh <laughs> legitimately the fact that they're all bald white like the fact that they're all just white men, um like the bald part it's like, oh look, it's the process of the thing making the hair go away or fine. Um but like, yeah, the fact that they're all white men is uh, not a good look. Now that we know that it's just a device that you put into someone's brain and they yeah. become an observer. Yeah, now that it's just technology. Yeah, it's not a great look. It's uh, <laughs> it's really not a good look, Fringe. Oh, no. You shouldn't have made it just technology. It should have at least been something else. Oh, no. But the fact okay. that it's, nope, it's just a race of bald white men. They're the most powerful beings in the universe. I I hadn't put I hadn't put that together yet of like it's technology and things. Oh no. Are they more powerful than Randy Dustmaker? <laughs> oh, uh, I mean Randy Dustmaker doesn't seem to be competing against him. I, also, where the fuck is Randy Dustmaker? Where is Russian Space Ghost? <laughs> Again, really cool band name. <laughs> That's a techno group right there. Or where uh, is that body jumper man? Because he was still around by the end of that episode. This man inside of a 17-year-old girl. No, he got dragged out of the 17-year-old girl. He ended up in a taxi driver. Yep, fair <laughs> enough. He's still driving taxis. <laughs> waiting for his opportunity. Eventually, one of these observers will need a cab ride somewhere, and then I'll be on top of the world. <laughs> and then he'll take the technology, and he's like, a good thing I'm in a white man's body. <laughs> I'll be 20 times the man you are with that tech in my head. <laughs> what an original <laughs> sentence. It's just such All a right. bad look. And then especially because it's just Peter as well. And I'm like, man, what would have happened if Astrid tried this? Oh. Oh. He oh, would have said no because okay. she's a woman. Oh no! Okay. I can't believe you um, didn't put this together, Nick. This is the first thought I had when they revealed uh, it was technology. That's why I've been hating it all this time so much, dude. I I don't know why it just like it didn't click, and oh god. Yeah. So basically, Walter's stitching Peter up to get back on track, and he's like, "Your brain is being changed." And Peter's like, "Here's the exact process and how it's being changed. Trust me, I fucking love it. Uh, if I could love anymore." Um, and Peter's this like, shit's fucking great. <laughs> again, if I could feel emotion, I would love this, but I don't, but it, trust me, it's good. Um, and Peter's like, okay, gotta fuck back off to New York. Walter, I don't care a word you're saying. Meanwhile, I... Olivia gets ambushed with a dumb trick on the highway yep. or on the back roads. Yep. And Dog the Bounty Hunter and his friend kidnapped her. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was a good joke. Uh. Yeah, Olivia gets pistol whipped and is uh is taken down by two two like just not random even very goons. good just just two random goons. Ah, 
So it's a real shame that she split the party and um, <laughs> happened to run into literally any opposition. Isn't it, David? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Imagine doing that, eh, Charlie? <laughs> hey, there's a collapsed wagon. You gotta make sure it's okay. <laughs> Man, if um, only... Anyways, like... Olivia's been kidnapped. Um... They're they're gonna turn her in, but they can't they can't give the location of where they currently are because you know these these bounty hunters aren't you know completely clean beaten individuals. Um, well, because they keep talking like, oh, the truck and magnet will get us money. We could run, and the guy's like, oh, if we run a hundred jobs like this, we'll never see the kind of money she'll fetch us as a level one or a tier one fugitive. Still not diamond rank. Bad job, Olivia. <laughs> yep. Uh, Gotta keep climbing that ladder. Go do some more war crimes. Yeah. yeah. Walters, I promise you, Walter's a diamond rank, but Olivia? Oh, man. yeah. Um, but yeah, the they keep, they're like, oh, let's dump some lore that definitely won't come up next episode. This, the Truth Church will either immediately be brought back next episode or will never be touched again. So supposedly the Truth Church is somewhere that they can't read people. How do you think that works? Is it the presence of God? Are they going to cram a fucking Christian allegory into this? And be like, hey, the observers are bad, but at least they're Christian. Well, yeah, David, they're white men. Yeah, they exactly. Um, anyways, yeah, they, they, they organize a meeting. Um, somehow oh, fucking Windmark doesn't... Right. This is the only reference to truth churches in the entire show. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. I don't. I, guys, guys, guys. I know, I know what the truth churches have in them. They don't have God. They have the runes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bunch of runes. <laughs> uh, no, it is outside of a promotional teaser made by Fox in which Winmark talks about correct procedures. Truth churches are only brought up in the scene we're describing. Oh my wow. god, fringe. They are observer-created structures that make it impossible for observers to read people. Yeah, except we never get to see one. But and also, you know how, why, it's why wouldn't for them the to read people? Why wouldn't the resistance raid those buildings for the tech? Because it's not tech. It's just it's just it's magic. It's magic runes. They, and they don't they, have they the went technology. In, they went in and they went, where the fuck is the tech? All there are are these weird Gaelic symbols on the ground. <laughs> this is useless. I'm and the observers so just sad. laughed in the corner. I'm so sad runes never get brought up again. It's just... Well, no, David, they do. I I am 100% sure that the Truth Church runs off of runes. I am, like, you don't know because they never show up sure. in an episode. We will never, never get brought confirmed. Up again. <laughs> we need I to going... contact JJ and no, ask I'm him gonna to No, I'm going to fucking find Akiva. Did Akiva write this episode? No, you got to find Allison Shapker. Allison, okay. what the fuck are Truth Churches? <laughs> Does she have a Twitter? We can tweet her. <laughs> Anyways, well, David searches that up. Yeah, they're gonna go meet at a truth church in an hour. Um, Olivia hears all of this is like, ah, oh, shit, good. I've got like you know probably a half hour to get get out of here. Um, and all the tools that she needs are at her disposal. She's able to um you know cut the ropes um that are behind her just by like rubbing them a bunch of times. 
Uh, she finds a compressor and is able to make a makeshift gun using her already spent, like, bullet slug and lights a fire to, like, bait one of the people in. Guy walks in and she... Wow. With a headshot, like, that dude's dead dead. Not, like, slow Listen, bleeding that... out to... Charlie, that bullet only does headshots. <laughs> so, I fe- we found the Twitter, but it's just American politics. Oh. Yeah. That's all Let's, they've... Dave, to be fair, David, they're on at least the right side. <laughs> well, no, that is to say, the left side. Yes. David, David, I don't want you to tweet at them what truth churches are, because I don't think they're going to think of Fringe. I, don't, I, really, uh, I would have to oh, go, no. hey, this, so you this wrote is... this episode of Fringe <laughs> 10 years ago? <laughs> In it, there's a line about truth churches. Do you remember how those were to function? <laughs> Is Do you it remember runes? when you wrote we need on it fringe? to be runes. <laughs> we have s- I run a- I have a podcast that has no listeners. I have questions. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and Olivia makes a very careful point to dig that bullet that thankfully went through the guy's skull and didn't tumble around and get stuck in his brain, went through his head into the door and digs it out of the door. I doubt. I doubt that brain makes an exit wound, or that bullet makes an exit wound. No, 100% it doesn't. Um, she's she's got to crack his skull open and dig around in the squishy brain to find that bullet. But she doesn't have time to do that, so she just takes it out of the door, and the other guy shows up, and she's like, hey, maybe you should get on your knees. And he's like, oh, where's my friend? Ha, I'll kill you instead, even though I had doubts about turning you in, because you're a person, and they're the observers. And so Olivia just shoots him. And then she she leaves. And that's that's her day. <sighs> yep, yep. Uh, let's let's get back. Hey, Anil, we I I got the truck. Let's let's get this to a spot. Yeah, she goes. Yeah, she goes back to the labs. Like Anil is storing it for us. Uh, Walter's like Peter showed up. Um, but he's going to lose his humanity. Uh, if he can't be saved. Like, uh, there are Charlie, not but like real though, right? <laughs> like, guys, we're still recording a podcast. Gotta, yeah. <laughs> hey Nick, look at the hover over and look at the photo caption for that one too. <laughs> oh, I know it's great, isn't it? <laughs> Nick posted a picture in our Discord of a screenshot of an image from the Fringepedia, which you guys can't find because Fringepedia is dead. <laughs> and also, it is more pixelated on Discord than it is on Fringepedia. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, she's like, oh, but I love, love will do it. Where's Peter? I got a bullet for him. Uh, and Peter's up on a balcony watching over, uh, like a, a fountain area and Olivia shows up and, um, Peter's like, oh, if he walks past that fountain, he will be on the right track and not know that I'm the one that's going to kill him tomorrow. I'm going to walk up and snap his neck at five thirteen. And at 5.14, he'll draw his last breath. And I was like, minute seems like a long time from neck snapping to exaltation of the lungs. <laughs> I think it's also more important for Peter to note that if he, if he was so sure that that was the time and place, and he Set already knows that Wimberg's going to be here, just go there. <laughs> like, Set up I'm, a I'm, fucking I'm, bomb I'm is impressed correct. that Olivia doesn't just go, wait, but you're watching him right now. Like, he's about to be right have... there, right? He he's gonna be right there. I have a fast gun. 
<laughs> Let me just and Olivia, without even looking, just goes boom. Hey, look, I did it. He's done. Cut that shit out of your head. But no, instead she gives him this impassioned plea for, oh, if you if you can't love anyone, like if you keep that in you, you can't love your daughter. So avenging her doesn't mean anything because love is what makes us human. Yada yada yada. Basically spouting the plot from Interstellar. Also, stuff I don't really agree with because at least like kill the dude first and then worry about that kind of shit. <laughs> like, yeah. Or like, hey, write down the exact plan you had. It, do you have any alterations you need to make at specific points in time? Because like... Well, no. Could, I'm pretty sure that Peter was going to fucking use observer observer skills to, to do it. Uh, so he doesn't yeah. have those anymore. Yeah, whatever. But still, just be like, what crossing? Just in case he's he's just coasting there. Also... I'm going to point out, uh, you know what else would have fucking made this episode great? So we see we see Winmark walk past it like at the exact moment um, before like Peter pulls the thing out of his brain. I was really hoping Winmark was going to continue to walk past, look up in the exact spot where they were and smile like, haha, he fell for it. He doesn't have the observer tech anymore. Bitch. Now we can kill him. Yeah. Or like like him. That would have been them- so great them walk away or like later he teleports up there and there's blood on the ground and it's like he gave up his advantage yeah oh oh once again (laughs) yeah peter also we saw how deep that implant buried itself in the porcupine brain peter just cuts open the same neck wound and just yanks it out listen don't you don't need to worry about it everything's fine so, so Peter, Peter's brain grew, but as they pulled that out, all of those brain growths were what got destroyed, which is why Peter's going Ew. to be completely fine and normal. I don't like this. Good, because the episode's now over. Hooray. Hey. Uh, Peter and Olivia, they're back together, and the, Peter can feel emotions again, and it's all good. But right now, all he feels is pain. And we're ready for an episode 19 next week that I'm sure won't be weird or crazy at all. Yeah. Charlie, uh, glyph, what's that glyph? <laughs> spells out plead. Just like we like, are to this like entire I season. I'm pleading that the season will soon be over. Like, I'm pleading if I ask them about truth churches, they don't think it's a weird political thing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, observers hey, continue to be everywhere. Um, I, I, I called. <laughs> she I, I, she I did... only has like 600 followers. It would be such a weird thing to get. You should do it. <laughs> I, and listen. then she'll listen. She'll listen to this episode and go, wow, they fucking hated my episode. <laughs> David, I think you, I think you tweeted her, um, when the episode goes live. Oh, God. <laughs> So next week. <laughs> yep. Uh, um, anyways, also, fucking, the, the graffiti was the next episode clue from last one when I found that piece of piece of graffiti that said Oracle. Yep, that was it. Shocking. Also, yeah, in the fucking... laziest, dumbest way, because this fucking Oracle character is a waste of fucking time. Yeah. Uh... Wow, I Fringepedia, really? Um in the crane structure above Kelvin Genetics, the the spray painted tag Oracle foreshadows the importance of Simone, an oracle of intuition, vision, divine knowing, and the overall plan to defeat the observers. What? I think you're giving Simone too much credit. Like... She said Walter came up a man with gray hair <laughs> came up and said he had a plan to defeat the invaders, and he just needed the magnet. That's it. 
Uh, yep. Uh, 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 episode ratings. This okay, doesn't let's... deserve an episode rating. So David's giving it a zero and as, a zero. As a season five, episode one. As a spinoff, episode one. This fucking episode sucks. <laughs> uh, I'm giving it a 0.5 for both. Damn. Um, <laughs> I think that's yeah. the lowest we've ever gone. <laughs> it, it bad. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It, it it bad like one and a half <laughs> like for both what one and a half i think legitimately for both like this is a spinoff episode it bad like this is literally i was talking to the guys earlier about how i had to lean on them because i zoned out i watched this entire episode and only processed that two things happened and i was like that can't be right but now after going through it apparently that was right you it know bad. what i was doing while watching this episode david what? I was reading good content because I've been reading Mother of Learning. Oh my god, isn't Mother of Learning so good? <laughs> How far are you? I'm, I'm only like on chapter 12. Oh, it's so good. And I'm, I'm like, oh man, I feel like I'm so deep into this plot. And then I remember there's fucking 106 <laughs> chapters. You got god a damn. long way to go, my dude. Mother of Learning hits you with plot twists as well, just over and over again. So get ready for that. Because the first bit, I was like, oh, fuck this Zach guy. And then I'm like, oh, sweet. Fuck this Zach guy. And now I'm waiting for me to be like, oh, no, fuck this Zach guy. <laughs> Nick, you should read it. It's actually really good if you like fantasy at all. Uh, we'll see. We will see. <laughs> it's very good. You should tell your roommate. Oh, wait, no, she's not your roommate anymore. You should tell Salt to read it at least. Why don't you, you tell just Salt? tell Salt? I'm You've not given gonna, his book recommendations gonna, before. When am I going to speak to Salt? Like right now, on, if you want Discord, to. I could. I could literally <laughs> message Salt right now. <laughs> yeah, and and he trusts you for book recommendations. So why would you need me as the I intermediary? I give him some good book recommendations. Man, that Elder exactly. Empire series is great. So like, listen, you you've already got it. It's, it's going to go great. It's a shame because the author who wrote it also writes another popular series. And all the fans of that series don't like the Elder Empire series. Because <laughs> they're like, why would he waste time writing this book series? He just says, write the series we like. Wow, how fucking dare you, Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> fucking bitch. You got how in too late there, David. You? <laughs> <laughs> You're taking too long. <laughs> Anyways, I think this brings us I, to the end. Yeah, of this I, I think episode. this is bringing us towards the end of this episode. So, uh, hey, uh, thank you so much for listening. Hopefully, you if you watched this episode, you enjoyed it more than us. And if not, you shared in our pain at least um, and got to experience that through, you know, our, our ramblings about this episode. Um, if you enjoyed those sort of ramblings, why not listen to another one of these episodes? We've got like over a hundred of them. Um, Go go find them. We got so much content. Go go listen to it. Uh, where to listen to it? Well, um, like everywhere, all those podcatching sur- uh, sources: Spotify, Google, Google Pod, Google Play, Podcasts, or whatever that thing is. Uh, um, Apple, Apple Music. Whatever. I don't know. You you guys know them. iHeartRadio. That's a good one. Um, fucking go go tell us if we're on Pandora. We can't know because we're Canadian. Maybe we're on Pandora. Who knows? <laughs> Well, um, thanks to our sponsor, ExpressVPN. Um, 
If we are on Pandora, why don't you tweet at us at Forsaf, F-O-U-R-S-A-A-F, to tell us we're on Pandora? Because that'd be cool. Because we literally don't know. Uh, <laughs> and if we aren't on Pandora, uh, instead of tweeting at us, you should send us an email, Forsaf, F-O-U-R-S-A-A-F, at gmail.com, giving us a long-winded explanation as to why Pandora hates Canadians and why we should be on there instead. Um, yeah. Uh, thanks so much for listening. See you next week. Outro. The theme music for Four Seasons and a Funeral is Algorithms by Chad Crouch and is licensed under a attribution non-commercial 3.0 Creative Commons license.